welcome to the Rural Revival Podcast. I'm your host, Dana Larson. On today's episode, we're with Katie Cloud Paulson of Katie & Company in Anthem, Iowa, where you'll find painted vintage furniture, candles, a custom fragrance line, and more. It started out with Katie painting furniture for her dorm room in college, and now she and her husband are restoring a historic downtown building where she'll operate her shop out of and where they're renovating three apartments on the upper level. Katie is also bringing something new to the area in just a few weeks, the made and found Midwest market. We're talking about it all on today's episode. So here we go with Katie Cloud Paulson. All right, well, we're here today with Katie Cloud Paulson of Katie and Company in Anthem, Iowa. Katie, thanks for being on the podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me. Tell us about you. Did you grow up here in Anthem? Uh, Anthony is my hometown, yes. We actually lived um, out in the country until I was, I think we moved here when I was in third grade? Second grade. So we, it was, you know, you want to move to town when you're a little kid. You're like, oh, we're going to ride <laughs> our bikes. So yeah, it was like third grade when I moved to actual town. Uh-huh. And then, yeah, I grew up here and graduated from Maple Valley Anthony Very cool. So when and how did the idea for Katie and Company come about? Um, when I was... In college, um, I had dated a guy, and his mom and dad kind of did, they did like junk stock, and they did furniture, he did furniture and cabinet building and stuff, and I really loved helping and like being involved in it, and I I thought it was so interesting, and then um, when I had my own apartment, obviously, you know, you're in college and you're broke, I needed furniture, and so I would go to thrift stores and find pieces and um, use his paint technique that I took away from him and just paint stuff for my apartment. And that's kind of how the furniture started. And it just, I had friends asking me then to do stuff for them. And um, I then later on um, had a baby and I didn't want to go back to work full time. And I said, you know what, I can, I can make money doing this. I can stay home and work on furniture and sell it on Facebook and do this and Craigslist and whatever. So that's kind of where it all really started. And then when I moved back home to Anthem, um, my husband now said, you need to have a store, you need to have a store, and he really pushed me to do that. And so that's when we got legit and became an actual <laughs> business, and that's how we got Katie and Company. Very cool. Yeah. So what was that like, stepping out, doing it full-time? I mean, that's So kind scary. Of, yeah. <laughs> so scary. So this was like 2013. 2012, Hazel was born. So yeah, it was like when she was, it was 2013 and I was like, I'm quitting something I went to college for. Like, am I going to, I can do this, but it's unpredictable. You don't know. Um, So yes, definitely scary, but if it's worth it, it's got to be, right? Yeah. It's nothing that's easy and it has to be scary and it had to be hard. So uh, I'm so glad it was one of the best decisions I've ever made because here I am today. 10 years later, you know, still doing it. So yeah. it was meant to be. Yeah. But definitely scary. Yeah. yeah. But I'm glad I took the leap. <laughs> yeah. And you've expanded into a lot of other things in addition to furniture. Yeah. Yes, for sure. So when I had my store um, in Mobile was where I had my first store and I just kind of basically did furniture. Well, I'm like, well, I need home decor. So that's when I started picking and finding just little like vintage and antique home decor items. And then I was like, oh, I 
I need to make candles because they go with home decor. And I had dabbled in it before, you know, for 4-H and growing up and just for fun. And so I started making candles um, because not everyone that's coming in is buying a giant buffet and a dresser. Right. So that was something everyone could take with them. So from candles, you then sort of expanded into just a whole home fragrance line. Yeah. Tell us about your product line. Okay. So um, I started, and I still am, using um, like 8-ounce and 16-ounce mason jars. And I did wax melts, you know, um, for your melting pots. And um, that was kind of the gist of what I had uh, for a good, you know, two years. And then... Um, I added like room and linen sprays, which are huge items. Like they're huge hits for my customers. They love them because they last all day and like you barely need any. Yeah. Um, so definitely a really good product to add. And then I was like, well, that was good. What else can I do? Um, and I, when I moved into the building here in town, I had way more room, you know, to store things, to buy things, to have things. Whereas before I was like, I can't add all this stuff because I don't have the room to put anything. So moving into this building has really helped me expand in the product department. Um, So since then, I've added reed diffusers. Um, I have now um, dry oil, which is like a moisturizing body oil that soaks into your skin really good, really fast, and not sits on top of it. Um, I've created four perfumes. Uh, Two are very feminine. One is kind of masculine, but it could go either way. Um, what else? I have some little car diffusers and I do a seasonal box. Um, I used to do it every season, but it got to be a lot and crazy when you're kind of a one man band, um, with my friend Kayla now helping, we've kind of figured out ways to make it work better. And we're doing, um, a spring summer box and a fall winter box. So they're a little bigger than what they were before and better because we have more time, you know. And yeah. still, like, ordering stuff can be really hard right now. There's yeah. still things that are out of stock and delayed. delayed. Yeah. And, um, so we're actually planning for our uh, fall winter box right now. And that is where I'll add products that I, that I love also but don't necessarily have full time because I can't. I can't add anything else right now. Yeah. <laughs> I think I go crazy. So like, I'm like, oh, I really wanted to do, you know, sugar scrubs and soaps. Um, so we'll do something unique like that. That is just yeah. a limited edition. Um, and then in each box, I inclu- include a maker. Um, like just people that are friends of mine that are makers, people I've met online, um, like uh, local people that are makers, just something um, in each box that somebody else has done is included. And so that's a really cool big thing that we do um, that I like. I like, like I said, being able to help support other small businesses. So um, and we have like birthday boxes and thank you boxes and just fun little stuff like that, which is on my website. But yeah, so I mean, it went from candles and wax melts to all these different things in the matter of a year just from being able to expand the space. So, yeah. And did you create all those scents and everything? You developed them all yourself? Yes. So some of them, you know, you can buy. Like I have a couple dupes for some really classy candles that you can not afford. (laughs) (laughs) You're an average of here. (laughs) Um, And then what we do is like custom blend our own so that they're unique and um, different, which is hard because it's a lot of testing and 
you know, there's certain levels of oil per wax, depending on your wax, and you know, you, you need to have your wick size right. Um, and then sometimes it's better if you have less oil and it smells stronger than if you have more oil. So it's a whole science, really. So yeah, we've custom blended and created some of our very own fragrances that you won't find anywhere but here, which is pretty unique and special to us. So yeah. And then actually during COVID, um, I actually closed my store and um, the candle business got crazy. Huh. And you think like, okay, everyone's losing their smell if they're sick and the candle business <laughs> should be really bad right now. But um, I was shipping them more. I was working out of um, the little original farmhouse on our property. It's really tiny. And it just got to be so good. And it was, I was expanding and not having, I don't have, I didn't have their room. So um, that's when we came to Anthem and bought we had like thought about it and said, that's crazy. Like we wouldn't buy this big building. And I went, I already had a store. Like, I feel like that part of my, my trip is over. I didn't know if I wanted another like physical location. The online thing was so easy. I could work in my pajamas. Right, yeah. <laughs> I didn't have to do my hair and put makeup on. Um, but the more we drove by, the more we talked about it. It just, it made sense. So uh, then we bought this building here in Anthem, and now we have a little candle factory in the back, and we have built, um, we got a grant from the state of Iowa. Um, actually, the city owned this building, and they had a grant. Um, so when we had bought it, it came with the grant. And so we had remodeled one of the three units upstairs. So now we have like a little... Um, rental unit up there and people come and stay on the weekends if they're visiting family or friends or have a golf tournament or a reunion or whatever. There's usually somebody up there almost every weekend, so it's been really good. So um, we have that and then the candles in the back in the storefront. Eventually we will um, get this back open and I don't know what the plan is yet if we'll do a, you know, every week or if we'll do a huge monthly grand opening or what we're going to do. So we're still remodeling up front, um, redoing the, the face of the store, and that's just taking time. Windows are taking time to get. And yeah. when you're doing stuff all yourself, it just takes a little bit longer than hiring, you know, a big crew to come in and just do it for you. So yeah. that's kind of where we're at and where, why we ended up where we're at. Well, this building, we're, I'm going to put pictures on the blog, and you can see it on Katie's Instagram. It's amazing, and even what you've done so far looks so good. Thank you. Yes. Thanks. What has the town's response been? It's been so good. Um, I feel like a small community, you, you just almost know everybody. Yeah. So people aren't afraid to tell you what they really think, <laughs> right. whether it be a positive to you or maybe kind of a set like a, Ooh, I, I, I guess you have the right to your opinion, whatever. <laughs> so it's been really good. The feedback's been really good. Um, doing the upstairs, we replaced all the windows and they're black with muttons in them. So it's really just kind of cool. They're back to original size. It just classed up the building a lot. Mm -hmm. um, and once we get the front redone, the windows, I, I just can't wait. I'm so excited for that. Um, but it's been really good that they're so, small towns are so supportive, even just the surrounding towns. Yeah. So it's nice. I always have people stopping by and 
just wanting to check it out and see what's going on and you know so that's kind of cool but yeah it's been really good awesome so what do you plan to do with the other apartments upstairs um, I want to eventually um, do the same type of thing. Actually, the one we have now, it's just a one bedroom. Uh-huh. Um, it's pretty spacious, though. And we're doing just like the, the weekend, re- not even weekend, it's just nightly rental. And then the one across the hall, it was a two bedroom uh, unit, but we had to use one of the bedrooms for a fire escape. So now it's down okay. to a one bedroom also. It's a little smaller. Mm-hmm. So I think a studio apartment that we would rent out full time would be mm-hmm. a good idea for that. And like that might change because we're so random and things change all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and then the front unit is huge. Like it's a four bedroom. It's got a huge bathroom, and it's got a kitchen, dining room, living room. Um, I would love to just gut the whole thing and make it one big open room and have, like, a kitchen and a bathroom and use it, let people use it, rent it. Um, For instance, like, when we have family get-togethers, like, no one's house is big enough. I'm like, this would be great. Like, we could have tables set up in there. Um, It's just little things like that. Uh Uh-huh. So I don't know, maybe, or maybe we'll make that a bigger apartment too. I don't know. Wow. So Was it always housing upstairs? Um, yeah, it, I think it's, there was some points in time where I know there was like a um, insurance, like real estate business up there and um, definitely living apartments and a telephone, the wire, telephone wire was up there at one wow. point. Wow. So yeah. Cool. And I'm sure there's been other things I just don't maybe yeah. know the whole history about them yet. And was the main floor a grocery store? Always. Always okay. has been. Um, the abstract date was 18, oh, I can't remember exactly, like old. Like this was what, like the first building. Wow. Um, like the depot was by the highway and then it was here. And it's always been. Amazing. Um, it's always been a dry goods grocery store and like the meat was in the back. And there was a whole nother entrance in the back side there okay. at one point. And then it was divided down the middle, and then this east side was a pharmacy. Um, so it had the pharmacy and drugstore, and then the dry goods store. So there was two separate entrances, um, but now it's made into one. And it, I mean, when I was growing up, this was a grocery store. So it's always that's always what it's been. Huh. Never anything else. So well, it's yeah. awesome. I, I ran up and down those aisles. <laughs> <laughs> what was the first dollar you made as an entrepreneur? Um, it was a four drawer dresser that I painted. I was actually pregnant and I painted it for Hazel's bedroom. And then it turned out a little bit too, uh, maybe like masculine. Like it wasn't maybe for a little girl. It was more for a little boy. Uh-huh. And I like remember changing the knobs on it thinking, oh, I can do pink ones. I'm like, no, this is not going good. <laughs> so I put it on Craigslist and that was, I would say the first time I actually sold something. Um, not, I wasn't actually Katie and company then, but. I wouldn't. I would say that was pretty much what made it click in my head that I can do that. I can do this. So um, that would be it. I love it. How have you seen your design style change? Because I feel like when you started, everything was like chippy. Oh yeah. You know, and now the farmhouse chippy, white, yeah. big chunky chippy legs and stuff. Um, definitely, I feel like there's trends and they kind of go in and come. Just like everything. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I started with really farmhouse look, really heavy distressed and chippy and like, kind of like that, um, dark waxed look, you know, Uh and 
as I got older and that maybe my style changed and that's kind of why my furniture paint style changed. Like I'll still do that style on the right piece, but I've really gotten away from it. Anything like farmhouse I consider now or do is just really clean and white and some distressing, but nothing crazy. Mm -hmm. um, so it's definitely changed. Uh, I feel like right now I'm like more like modern, modern farmhouse still, um, like modern vintage. Um, I don't do a lot of like mid-century. I love the style. Yeah. Um, this does not fit into like our home. Yep. Um, so every once in a while I'll find a really neat like mid-century piece. I'll do it. But definitely just kind of modern, vintage, modern farmhouse is where we're at right now. I don't feel like that is going to really change much for me. Um, I feel like I worked up to where I loved in, you know, that, that department. So I think that's where, where it'll stay. Well, your furniture is beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. It's so relaxing. It's so fun. Like, it's definitely a labor of love, and, like, blood, sweat, and tears is no joke. <laughs> um, I, like I said, I haven't been working on anything lately just because we're trying to keep up with the the building, and um, I've just, since I've moved into this building, um, we've, we have 50 wholesalers for our candles across the United States right now. Wow. And that takes up a lot of time yeah. and shipping. And yep. um, I have a couple of really cool influencers that I have on Instagram that have been helping me out a lot with that. So keeping up with that. But I just the last couple of weeks I've been painting to get some pieces ready for the market. And I just I love it. But I think it was really good to take that break for a while. Like, you know, you get kind of burned out. Uh -huh. When, you, when I was doing so much custom stuff and it wasn't like my own creativity flowing out, it was yeah. somebody else's trying to flow out through me. And mm -hmm. I was like, this just doesn't feel the same. So I think I needed that break. Uh, but when I, just the last couple of weeks, I'm like, gosh, I've missed this so much. And it feels really good to paint again. So that's great. I definitely am going to make more time for it. Mm -hmm. And my furniture shop was quite cluttered. Yeah. <laughs> that was another thing. I'd look at it and be like, oh, I'll do it tomorrow. But I'm like, I just got to get back into it. And I'm glad I did because, yeah, it definitely fuels the soul and helps with that creativity. I think we don't realize, too, how much time goes into it because I feel like, at least for me, in my head, I'm like, oh, I'll just paint that quick. It won't take long. But <laughs> yeah. that's Even not like how wall. it happens. Yeah. Like your trim. You're like, I can do that today. And then you're like, no. Like, yeah. That I set that goal for myself too. And you don't want to rush things, but I'm like, okay, this buffet, I will have it done in two days. Well, the one I just worked on, it was like four solid nine hour days. I'm like this, I did not see this happening this way, but I, you know, as you go, you sometimes change things, but yeah, definitely there's other pieces that take a lot more time. And those are the ones I seem to pick, you know, that have a little damage that need a little extra love. Yeah. So, yeah. What have been some of your biggest lessons that you've learned as a business owner or even in renovating this building? I mean, it's a huge undertaking. Um, definitely. Everything takes time. Like you want things to happen so fast. Uh -huh. so I realize I need to chill out and relax and take a break and just take things as they come. Um, definitely that you know, nothing is as perfect as, like, if you're thinking it in your head, you're, just be prepared for, you know, the good and the bad, and I think when you put your mind to something that you want to do, you can definitely do it, I mean, in, in business or in, you know, renovating the building or whatever, um, just to, th there's always a, there's positive, and, you know, 
there's so many business lessons that I've learned just from, you know, the financial end. And I've learned how to maybe save money and spend it where I should and not, <laughs> not on things that you maybe want. But, oh, there's just, yeah, it's it's been a lot of learning for me and both my husband, too, with his business. You know, we, we're learning from each other. Yeah. So that's kind of nice to have somebody else, you know, in business, too, together. Yeah. And he's an auctioneer, right? He's an auctioneer, yeah. They're, you know, with the way it is now, a lot of um, auctions are online. He does a lot of like big machinery auction. Okay. Um, they have they have uh, a uh, consignment auction I, twice a year right now, and then um, lots of like household and selling homes. So it's yeah, it's going great. So I've been helping a lot with that also. So. It probably doesn't help when you're trying, or it probably doesn't hurt when you're trying to find furniture either. <laughs> no, it's actually been really beneficial in that way, even just like Crocs, you know, and yeah. antique and vintage items. I can really, I get the first look and I'm like, ooh, I know that's on there. Yeah. I get that. <laughs> so, yeah, it's been really good. Uh, but now he, I'm, I always tease him. I'm like, okay, like I helped you. Now you got to come wick some jars and help me make some candles. <laughs> so, I love it. Yeah. What's the best part about being a small business owner? Uh, the gratification of just like setting goals and crushing them and just uh, working really hard and seeing the benefit of it. Like the just having people and like family, like just be proud. Uh-huh. So there's a lot. Um, it's just a good feeling to be able to do what you want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. How is, you mentioned that your husband helps you, your daughter, how's your family all involved in this? I know your dad's part of this too. Yeah, huge. So dad um, actually redid the apartment upstairs. I kind of just like gave him my ideas. He just Maybe thought I was crazy sometimes, but <laughs> <laughs> went with it. Um, so he's done, like, pretty much everything upstairs. I mean, we hired an electrician to come and do that kind of stuff, but he was there, you know, right beside him. And he um, has helped a lot down here. We've gutted down here and took out ceiling, and we've ripped flooring out back down to the original wood floors. Um, he's redid all the windows upstairs. He'll end up being the one who does the windows out front here. Um, just remodeling everything he's actually helping us build our house right now so I'm like we can add home builder to your your uh your resume. List of yeah, yeah. Your resume. <laughs> home builder he's like no no but uh he's just super handy and has helped with just everything here um even my mom like she when I first moved in here helped a lot with getting started and getting everything moved here and getting up and going and um my sister is always there for advice and she's super helpful with um, social media stuff for me. My brother is actually helping build our house also with my dad. So everyone is involved. I mean, even Kurt's family, his dad and mom have been so supportive and helpful to us and both of our businesses. So just everybody. Good That's family. awesome. Yeah. yeah. Great family. Yeah. Preservation and restoration are at the heart of so much of what you do. Has this always been a theme in your life? Do you feel like? Yeah, I mean, I don't know if I necessarily knew about it the whole time. <laughs> the whole time, but it's just definitely 
something I'm super passionate about. Yeah. So it maybe just didn't realize it until I had to be an adult, you know what I mean? Right. And grow yes. up a little bit. <laughs> yes. I don't know why that every, like, I just, everything vintage, everything old, everything that someone think might be junk, I'm like, can't see the other side of it? Like, I can. Yeah. So definitely yeah. old soul. Love it. Me too. I have a signature candle, which I've had since the beginning of time. Um, when I had my store in Mobile, my address was 305 Main. So I had a candle called 305 Main. And since moving to this location, I said, we, I don't, this is not my address anymore. Like, that's not special to me in that way. It is still, because that, you know, is where I started. But I'm like, I got to have a name for this. And I, I just instantly, it was like, old soul. I'm an old soul. Old soul, like it has like a tobacco-y, caramel-y smell mm. to it, vanilla. So I'm like, this is it. This is perfect. So um, that's like my signature scent that I haven't had anybody tell me they don't like. So Very fun. Yeah. So you're also starting something new coming up here at the end of the month, the Made and Found Midwest Market. Yes. Tell us about that. Oh, we're so excited. Okay, so I wanted to do this for a long time, actually. And I think it's just... I was, I'm not afraid to like do things, but this yeah. was a big thing. Like I wanted it to be a, a big deal. And so just like over the last three years, I've just been brainstorming and thinking about it. And finally I was like, my sister, we were talking, she's like, you just got to do it. She's like, you got to do it or I'm going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> and I said, let's do it together. Cause I can't do this myself. Like this is a big, big thing and I want to do it right. Yeah. So my best friend from high school, Kayla, who is also my right hand gal here, her and I and my sister um, decided we'll just we'll do it together. We need three of us at least. You know this yeah. is this is what it's going to take to get this going. Um, so my original idea was to have a market outside in the fall because it's beautiful here, and fill it with people that do kind of what I do, like small business that makers and pickers and refinishers, um, home growers, just something that you're doing with your hands that you're creating. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this year we, we, we decided like two months, two and a half months ago, we're just going to go for it. We're just going to do it. We got two and a half months to figure this out and it's going so good. Um, we have 40 vendors, maybe a possible 41 vendors, which is so exciting because yeah. I think our goal was like, if we have 20, like that would be just awesome. <laughs> so um, we kicked that goal right in the butt. And um, we're having it here in Anthem in our hometown. And it's just going to be in the big grassy patch down by the river. Um, it's called Stalls Park. And it's near the shelter park in the ball field. So um, like all of our vendors are pretty local like we have a Sioux Falls vendor um, one that's close to Council Bluffs Omaha area um, east of Des Moines so other than that everybody's kind of like within a hundred mile radius of here and I've just learned so much about businesses I didn't even know about and I'm all over that like I want to know what's going on and who's here and what I can support I'm all about that we support small business Um, and that's what I wanted to do was create awareness and you know, show these people like they're here and um, it's just something I'm passionate about, I guess. So uh, anyway, so we seeked out vendors. We put it out on Facebook. We did a lot of, you know, word of mouth and um, it's gone so good. And we 
like I said, we have 40 vendors. Um, we have people that do jewelry. We have um, pottery. I have, there's a couple, me and another gal that are doing like candles. Um, I will definitely have some furniture, which I haven't done any for a long time because we've just been so busy with the building and yeah. the candle business. Um, uh, we have um, some bakeries coming. We have a couple food trucks. Um, we have a mimosa Bloody Mary bar. Uh, gosh, we have some t-shirt makers, just a lot, a lot of, you know, we tried to keep it so we weren't having all of the same thing. We really kind of kept our vendors unique. And so they're, they, everyone seems really excited. Um, it's exciting that we're doing it here in Anthem. So I just hope we don't run out of parking places because yeah. <laughs> it sounds like it's going to be really good and everyone's really excited for it. So um, but yeah, it's September 25th here in town and it's just a one day event this year so far. And, um, we've gotten some great sponsors to help, uh, sponsor the event and we'll actually have a little made and found booth and we'll have t-shirts and we have a custom candle we did for made and found and, uh, we'll have a big photo booth set up with, you know, an old truck and lots of mums and pumpkins and, um, I have a vintage couch I think we're going to bring and use it. So it should be so fun. It's a great, um, like I said, to get to know who these small businesses are in our area and do some early Christmas shopping. Yeah. So. Absolutely. Yeah, we're so excited. I mean, I'm, I'm like, oh my gosh, it's coming up so fast, but I'm so ready to know what it's going to be like, you know, the first year. Mm -hmm. So excited. I'm excited for you. Yeah. I love that you're doing it in a small town. I yeah. think that's great. Yep. So, yeah. You can I, do anything. You can. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Any last words for our audience? Um, just follow your dreams. Yeah. Yep. How do we follow along with everything you have going on? Um, so, uh, my Facebook page is Katie and Company Home. I used to be Furniture Restorations, and then when I started doing other things, I'm like, hey, I'm, I need to just be one thing that says all the things. Yes. So, <laughs> it's Katie and Company Home. Um, my Instagram handle is Katie Cloud. And if you want to really follow along, that's the place. Because I do um, a lot of personal life in there, too, with family. Um, not so much on my Facebook page. But yeah. I don't know. Instagram is just different. I feel like I just maybe show a little bit more of who I am there. Um, so definitely Instagram. I have a website. It's katiecofurniture.com. Uh, usually I'll have furniture on there. Um, I don't ship any, just local pickup. Yep. Um, I do ship candles in all my, um, home fragrance items and just in the United States right now we're working to try to do uh, international. So, uh, you can order them on my website and, um, someday I'll, learn how to keep a blog and <laughs> try to keep up that way. I keep saying I'm going to do it. It's just way at the back of my pile yeah. right now. So yeah, that's where you'll find me. And the market is on Facebook too, the right? Yeah. The market is on Facebook too. Um, it's just made. And then the plus symbol for the and made plus found Midwest market. Yep. It's on there and we've shared all of our vendors. Um, we actually have a few more to share still next week. The vendors are on there that are coming, and so you'll be able to kind of get a sneak peek of what you'll be seeing um, and who you'll be meeting at the market. Perfect. Katie, thanks for being on the podcast. Yes. This was great. Thanks for having me. Yep. 
Well, that was such a fun conversation, and I'm so excited for the Made and Found Midwest Market coming up on September 25th. If you live in the area or you're looking for a good road trip, mark your calendars, call up a few friends, and make plans to come. And make sure you drive by Katie's building when you come through town and check out Katie and Company online. And we've got all of that link for you in the show notes. If you want to get people talking about what could be in your small town, our new What Could Be Tour Kit has everything you need to take your community on a tour through your town's vacant buildings and show them what's possible. From building cleanup days to staged storefronts to engaging other local businesses, this tour is a great way to spark economic development in your community and shift the mindset from what used to be to what could be. Our tour kit shows you how to do all of this on a $0 budget with the help of volunteers and sponsors. So head to our website for more info and to get your kit today. And a little insider information, it's even on sale for a short time, so be sure to take advantage of that. Huge thanks to Katie for being on the podcast today, and thanks to you for tuning in. Have a great day, everybody.